the battle is so it's so intense it's right now so it's just it's not enough to mean well right now we have to be excelling and we have to be better you're listening to the ascension roundtable podcast episode 26 an interview with maria mitchell beauty catches the world's attention Today we chat with Maria Mitchell, the producer behind the Ascension Presents videos. In the first part of the show, Maria shares the story about how being in Rome when JP2 died helped her realize her vocation to produce Catholic media. She and Alan then talk about the importance of creating non-cheesy Catholic art and the responsibility we have to tell the Christian story in a beautiful way that catches the world's attention. In the second part of the show, we get practical and Maria gives you a few simple tips to help you improve the look and feel of your ministry events. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Today, we're joined in studio by our very own Maria Mitchell. Maria is my friend, my co-worker. She is my teammate. And if you've ever seen a Father Mike video, you can thank Maria Mitchell. She produces all the Ascension Presents content, um, including Father Mike and... Caffeine Conversations, not only does she produce it, but she is the host S for Caffeine Conversations. So if you've seen that, you've seen her. What's up, Maria? Nothing much. Thanks for having me. Hey, man. It's uh, it's my pleasure. It's our pleasure. It's kind of a meta, weird, like meta inside baseball kind of thing, but I like it. We should do this more often. I know. And we're in a like a brand new temporarily permanent studio today a first time and we like it it's much bigger and spacious and we um you know have a little room to breathe so it's got recessed lighting it does it is nice it is nice (laughs) so before we start i'd like to give a quick shout out to uh sacred heart parish i was there last weekend giving a chosen training and they were super super hospitable i know everywhere we go and we we give trainings and talks everyone is always very welcoming and receptive but they were especially um, hospitable. They they lived up to the whole uh, Southern hospitality. So to everyone in uh, Rowlett, Texas, or if you live there, it's Rowlett, Texas. Um, <laughs> howdy, y'all. And uh, thanks again for, for a great weekend. Uh, and again, we'd love for you to, uh, especially if you're at the training and you're just tuning in to our podcast, to rate us and review us on iTunes. It helps people find our podcast. And we've had a lot of people start to um, give us some positive feedback. So if you... Um, if you like what you hear, please leave us a positive comment. If you don't, then you can email Marisa, tell her um, that we should change the show. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> so yeah, so please leave us a comment um, in the show notes at ascensionpresents.com slash podcast, or you can email us directly at ascensionroundtable at ascensionpress.com. And uh, let us know what you think. Let us know what some things we should talk about. If, some, if there are challenges and issues you're facing we haven't covered, please let us know what that is. We would love to um, hit those directly. So we had three podcasts with Dr. D'Ambrosio, and we were talking about evangelization. And we were talking about, in the second episode specifically, we were talking about uh, the power of testimony. So, Maria, I would love to um, hear your story and hear your testimony and just ask you, I guess, I guess my question would be, how did you get here? Because you grew Mm up in Wisconsin, and then you were in San Diego, and now you're in Philadelphia. Like, what's going on? Yeah, I've been all over the map. Gosh. Um, but I think, I mean, to, to kind of make a very long story short, um, I happened to be in Rome totally coincidentally when John Paul II died. So that has wow. been such a life formative 
couple of days that have impacted everything that I've done. Um, but when I was there, I mean, I was only in high school at the time. Um, but um, we were in St. We were in St. Peter's Square, and we started to notice like they were taping off roads, and we realized something was happening. And then we asked the policeman what's going on. They said, the Holy Father is very sick. And so we kind of stayed put realizing like he might be passing. Like we might be here when this is happening. This is, this is wild. Um, and of course, like earlier that year, he had been in and out of the hospital a couple of times. So um, media from all over the world started to pour in to cover, um, to cover this and to see if it would be, you know, his final days as it turned out that it was. So all these news anchors were, were asking for interviews. And then I was also asking them for information. So it was kind of a, we, we started up these friendships um, over the course of kind of this like 48 hour period. And so as I befriended them, when the Holy Father finally did die, um, it was amazing to me because these newsmen weren't, they were just assigned the beat. You know, they didn't have any reason to care. You know, their syndicate just said, you know, you're gonna go cover this. Um, but when he when he died, they were just weeping, and 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 I was like watching tears come from their eyes, and it was really impacting them. And I mean, like I said, they were probably atheists, like they had no reason to care. And that moment really profoundly touched me of the power mm. the media has when the cameras are turned on to something true and they're turned on to something beautiful. And clearly the life of this man in whatever way like shook the world when that was happening. I was a sophomore in high school when that happened and I knew right then that I wanted to study media and to pursue that for the church. Um, mm. Everything I'm doing now has, has kind of been a, a springboard from from that. So I went to Franciscan University of Steubenville and studied journalism and then really felt um, like I needed something more after that just to kind of really shore up my knowledge and um, ended up going to John Paul the Great Catholic University in San Diego. Um, funny that it's named after him, <laughs> which is a media and business school in San Diego for anybody who doesn't know. Uh, did They have an MBA in film producing. Um, which I didn't even really know if I was <laughs> interested in, to be honest, which huh. is ridiculous to sign up for a grad program. But I knew that it was concrete, um, hands-on, and that's really what I wanted. And I knew that I kind of needed to dabble a little bit more to figure out what I wanted to specialize in. So that program was great and totally fell in love with producing and um, that it's fulfilling work. And then a friend who was working here, we were catching up, and he was poking, you know, poking my brain to see... Um, what I wanted to do. And I said, oh, you know, I'd love to be a producer for a, a small Catholic company that did really excellent media work that wasn't cheesy and hokey. Um, and that was, um, I don't know, kind of doing something new. I was like, but I don't know anyone that's doing that. And I don't know where that exists, <laughs> but that's what I would like to do. So, and Mike just goes, okay, well, you know, we don't have anything like that, but you know, I'll, I'll keep you posted if I hear of anything, there's tons of stuff in the, in the Philly area. Three days later, my phone rings again. It's Mike Bianco. And I think, well, this is strange. We just caught up extensively. Like, either something's wrong, someone died, or like, I don't know. So I, I picked it up because of that. And uh, he goes, Maria, you'll never believe it. I just got out of a staff meeting, and we're literally creating the exact position you just described. So, and that's where they, the company was talking about Ascension Presents at the time. And it was just an idea. And um, when I applied, they just said, you know, um, Father Mike Schmitz is attached and we want it to be regular video content that goes out and that's it. So I, I got the job 
and uh, they handed me a laptop, and that was kind of my two sentences to go from. So I remember calling my sister on the first night crying to say, how do you build a website? How do we do this? Um, so it's beautiful to see what collaborating with the team has created and to see what the Holy Spirit's doing with it. So that's that's a very long-winded answer. That's great. No, it's great. Yeah, there's one thing about Ascension that they they really strive to do uh, beautiful work in the world there's, um, and, and steer away from cheesiness. The only thing cheesy is uh, the round table. Everything else is not <laughs> cheesy. Everything else. No, and that was really important to me Like in taking this position. I kind of was doing research and was really glad to see, I think Chosen had just come, in, come out at the time. And I was okay, like they get it. So it was, it was, a, it was a match made when I knew that, okay, we're, we're really trying to do something different, even if only very simple. Um, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, I think we both feel that there's a real lack of good Catholic media in the world most most media and it may just be a lack of resources um a little bit of lack of creativity but there's this sense of most catholic media uh, looks like an after-school special it infuriates me i think like if you want to get my blood boiling like let's just talk about bad <laughs> christian art and i think it's such i think we really will be held accountable like before the lord because we have um, we have the internet, we have like, you know, any kind of video equipment is very affordable now. If the apostles had had this kind of equipment, like they, and if they had mm -hmm. the internet to share something and point like in milliseconds, mm -hmm. it would have been done. They physically walked by foot, like at all costs to share the gospel. And we have this that can do it for us. We can stay on our couch and eat potato chips and still like do that. And <laughs> yeah. so like, if we're not doing that, like I just feel like we will be held so accountable. Um, and so I wanted to, to do something about that because bad art, bad Christian art, especially, it's just, it's so, it's so sad because it, we have like the most powerful message, the most mm -hmm. beautiful, authentic message that every heart aches for. And so to not communicate that well, I always say like MTV communicates their message very clearly 24 seven. And I'll even stop and watch and be like, oh yeah, that's kind of a fun show. And like, how culpable will we be for not communicating even more clearly ours mm, yeah. um, in it but it's important not to be preachy when you do that yeah i agree when i was growing up i had this bible that had it was for kids and i had pictures in it not for kids it was for elves for kids and i had pictures in it and so my images of heaven and jesus and all of that was were very much formed by these pictures i saw and they were so cheesy you know this like so my image anyway so i so i stopped kind of going to church and, and reading the Bible around, I don't know, around seventh grade probably until college. And so all through my teen years and, and early college years, my image of Jesus was still this picture of like a blonde haired, blue eyed Swedish guy with like a blue sash, <laughs> like Jesus. running down the beach. Yeah. Like a bad shampoo commercial, you know, and like, that's my image that's of hilarious. Jesus until I um, was exposed to C.S. Lewis and started reading some other things about him and, and, and realized that's not, that's not who Jesus was. He wasn't a blonde haired Swedish guy. He was not. That's new. So anyway, so then movies like the passion came out and that depicts a very manly, um, masculine version of Jesus. And so that was very powerful for me to see that compared to what I grew up with. Yeah, I think um, so often, especially if you're talking about Christian movies, they lead with a message like, oh, we're going to tell you something. We're going to teach you something nice, you know, and it's yeah. kind of this holier than thou, even if it's not intended to be approach. Um, 
but I mean, the most effective movies lead with story. It's a Wonderful Life. You know, you learn the importance of your life, but it's through these characters that you're completely invested in. And it touches you more than something where like, oh, the pastor comes knocking on the countryman's door and said, let's chop wood together. You know, like, I don't know. There's some ridiculous movies out there. And like, they mean well. And the people I'm sure are doing great work. But I think it's, it frustrates me because it's not enough to mean well. The battle is so... It's so intense. It's right now. So it's just, it's not enough to mean well right now. We have to be excelling and we have to be better. Yeah. There's some, there's something about, um, we've talked about this before about beauty, uh, in the chosen training I was doing this past weekend. I talked about this actually about Dostoevsky says beauty will save the world. And when we talk about the transcendentals and the things that are going to transcend, um, the relativism and the, and the, just the, the culture we live in, it's, it's beauty that's going to stop people in the tracks and it's going to pierce their heart and it's going to make them like stop and recognize what's going on. Not everyone, however, is a filmmaker. So why don't we take a break and when we come back, we can talk about um, using art in the parish life and the, the importance of aesthetic in parish ministry. So stay with us. We'll be right back. And if you're looking for a way to learn more about your Catholic faith, I invite you to check out the Ascension Presents YouTube channel. You're going to find tons of free videos featuring Catholic presenters like Matt Frad, Leah Darrow, Jackie and Bobby Angel, and Emily Wilson. Go to youtube.com slash ascensionpresents. That's youtube.com slash ascensionpresents. And if you like what you see, please share and subscribe. And we're back. We just finished reading... Deborah Molina's candy stash. So if you can hear rattling around of candy in our mouths here. We're eating toffee. If you guys mm-hmm. have an office lady who provides you chocolate, I just wanted you to take a moment to thank her today for getting you through. These people are underappreciated. <laughs> thank you, Deborah Molina. <laughs> no, I can't talk. This is like sealing my mouth shut. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. This is great podcasting right here. <laughs> great podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Maria, tell me about um, a lot of our listeners are working in uh, parish ministry. That's kind of obviously where this podcast is geared. So tell me about the importance of beauty and the aesthetic in parish life. Yeah, I think, um, unfortunately, parish life can be the first place where where beauty sometimes is is the last thing to be considered important. Um, You know, we have simple means and we're dealing with you know, a parish hall that, you know, needs to be swept in <laughs> some fluorescent lights or a bulb or two are missing. But I think, um, especially as we're trying, like all of us here are called to discipleship and we're all trying to, um, to bring Christ to the world. And we obviously want to minister to the people in our parish. Beauty should, should really be at the top of the list. That's something I'm really passionate about. I think, um, you know, the space, Father Mike talks about this, I think Sherry Waddell too, like the, the space that you choose for these people, um, that, that shows like the dignity, um, that you kind of, um, or the respect maybe that you have for them. Um, I think so too, if we're, if we're choosing the lousiest room in the parish or, or maybe that's the only thing that you think you have, um, that's going to communicate something, even if only subconsciously, to the people that are showing up for whatever it is, RCIA or baptism, or maybe it's just a, a social. Um, everyone's time is very val- valuable. We're all very busy. And I think, so no one wants to spend time, even if, if the content is worthwhile, in an ugly space. Like, But if, but if, the, um, if the way we present our tone, our 
own appearance, like the way we choose to dress, the room that we chose choose to host something, um, if those are all done with thought, even if simply, it really will communicate to someone their dignity and their worth. Have a candle or even like a bottle of wine or some fun music that's on or, you know, find a way to light it with some globe lights that you got at the dollar store. Like, um, just those like simple touches can really communicate something of, oh, like, I, they took time to like, create an environment for me. Um, and two, I think, um, yeah, just to, to be seen, you know, they'll, they'll know that they're seen when they come and it's going to make it a more authentic experience and it's not something that's superficial. Gotcha. Yeah. Break the mold. Yeah. <laughs> be wild. <laughs> bring a crock pot, you know, I mean, even good food. I mean, there's something to be said about good food to, to take time for that. So. So what about, um, would you have any advice for people that are in the church who maybe don't have an artistic eye? Like some people are like, you know, I just don't have that in me. I'm not a decorating kind of guy or girl. And so what advice would you have for somebody who isn't an artist, who isn't, um, doesn't have that skill set? That is a great question. I think (laughs) this is kind of a joke in the office, but to me, lighting is everything. Um, So get some globe lights. It's really going to make you <laughs> get yourself some globe lights. It's going to make a big difference. Um, no, but seriously, it just gets some softer lighting. I think that immediately changes. If that's all that you do, just get a couple lamps with soft lighting and that's going to immediately change the environment that you have. If that's all that you can do, turn off the fluorescence, please. I, I beg you. <laughs> and just get some lamps. That will immediately show some kind of thought went into to creating this. Choose the best room. I think anybody can see like, okay, this room would be better than this room. Um, if that means the rectory, you know, if, if father's willing to open up a beautiful room in the rectory or maybe the best place, someone has a great patio and it's the summer season and you can be like, Hey, yeah. could we host this event on your patio? Like, would you be willing to sponsor this? Um, and if not, you know, maybe there's, you know, something creative. You could do a picnic series or whatever, try and get creative if, but otherwise just choose the room. That's, that's the best that you can. And if that's still folding tables and, and chairs, that's Okay. Just try and um, jazz it up a little bit and get some fresh flowers. And honestly, food and wine will go a long way. And men can definitely do that. If that, if you're, you know, a guy and you're like, okay, I don't know anything about aesthetic. Um, Or if you're a woman and you know nothing about aesthetic, I think some simple drinks to show that you had some thought into it and some, a couple, couple dishes that are in a beautiful pot or a nice plate and that aren't just still in the plastic um really show that thought goes into it even if it does cost you something but i think the reason you volunteered to do this is is because you're kind of open to it costing Mm -hmm. you something yeah well and something our producer marisa was actually just talking about she was uh kind of signaling to us it's, it's so true that um if you put people in the largest room all you see is this kind of large dusty room but if you even if they're in a small room then you start to focus on the people yeah, you know, on that point, um, Dale Carnegie, he has a book on, on public speaking. And one of the things he says in, in the book is that the room size is huge because when people are in, if a small amount of people are in a big room, um, there's, they don't feel comfortable. And if you, have a, if you have a small room, you need to fill it with people. And it's better to have them a little tight and packed in there than to have too much space because, like you said, they don't, they don't see the room. They see each other. And it also creates an environment where they feel um, 
like more comfortable. And so they'll, they'll laugh and they'll share more if, they, if they're sitting close with other people as opposed to being spread out in a room. And again, props to Saint to Sacred Heart Church. I was at in, in Texas last weekend where they did that very thing. I was um, impressed. They had, a, they had a big room. They closed off part of it and they kept everybody um, together in one spot and it was close together. And I think that had a big part of why the room was very um, energetic and participatory, if that's a word. At the time, totally. so um, yeah, I think that we do that all the time. Put people in a big space where it doesn't fit, then people don't feel comfortable. Yeah, and, and invite people to participate, and then they're really going to enter into it immediately. I mean, maybe everyone just brings a dish to pass, and that way they're contributing something, so they're invested as well into to creating this aesthetic. So you don't feel like you're left to do it all by yourself. Invite people to do it. I think people would want to be part of something. We all want to be part of something. So mm-hmm. if you're kind of making something and if it's not obligatory but like yeah if you can we'd love you to bring you know your best whatever it is then um i think inviting people to take action might be a really great way to handle that as well yeah we think of aesthetic as being um, merely visual but it is the entire it's the whole where we have five senses and you know even the catholic church use all five senses in, in the mass and so um, think about the entire environment and the mood that you're setting, not just the things, the pictures on the wall, but um, the entire atmosphere you're trying to create, I think is important. Exactly. If you go to a party, I mean, the the physical aesthetic only goes so far. The conversations and the mm-hmm. the great wine you had and go, go paired with that conversation and that experience that you're having is all is all part of what I think we mean when we're talking about aesthetic in this thing. So create that environment that's, that's, yeah, fulfills all the different senses. And then you'll really send people home, you know, and then, and that'll encourage them to invite someone like, Hey, there's a, you've got to come. Like, it's so much fun. Even if you're not like, I know you don't, you're not practicing right now, but we've got this great event and these people are my new friends and you should meet them or whatever it is. You know, I think that that goes a long way, but mm-hmm. if we're creating, um, stale, uh, experiences that don't have a lot of thought where half the class is 25 minutes late because we're trying to find the right HDMI cord. Yeah. Um, that, like, who wants to invite anyone to that? I'm like, right. no, this is a really unprofessional event. So absolutely, everyone, I'm sure everyone listening to this and everyone in parishes is trying extremely hard, but I think um, this can be a really simple way that can really just help uh, help make things contagious, which is what it's all about. Yep. Well, this has been great. I enjoyed, um, I mean, I talk to you all the fun. time, but this is fun to talk with headphones and a microphone in our face. I know, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to be interviewed. Like I said, I didn't have to think. <laughs> yeah, this is good. Um, so Ascension Presents. So tell us real quick before you go, let's just give a shameless plug for it because... Let's do it. Um, that's what you do. So tell us about Ascension Presents. Yeah, Ascension Presents is awesome. If you're looking for free video content, I mean, this podcast is on Ascension Presents, so in some way you've already encountered us. That's true. Um, but in addition to podcasts, we offer a lot of video content. It's all free video content. Um, and the whole the whole theme is to enliven your faith. We want to have resources to enrich you past Sunday. Um, and so um, we've got Father Mike Schmitz does uh, his weekly videos for us on a variety of topics. If you're ever looking for something, just type into YouTube, Father Mike, and then the topic that you want to learn about, and a video will come up, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um Got tons more coming down the pipeline with him. I host a series called Caffeinated Conversations where I'm uh, interviewing people who are practicing their faith um, and doing an exciting profession. A lot of them happen to be Steubenville Conference speakers or they're um, 
you know, just interesting people in their field. You have interviewed fashion designers and calligraphers like we were talking about. Um, so that's that's a fun series, especially if you're looking to see some of those speakers you might know more professionally to see them a little bit more unplugged. It's very uh, casual platform. <laughs> um, and then we have a culture channel, which I love. Um, that's where we really are kind of trying to implement this this whole beauty thing that we're talking about is to to feature beauty um and so those are longer pieces um usually spotlighting an artist of some sort or a ministry or um i don't know people just doing great things that people should know about yeah so um definitely check that out go um the easiest way go to youtube um and look up our channel ascension presents or ascensionpresents.com and if you could subscribe and give us a thumbs up i would be really grateful because i'm managing <laughs> all that <laughs> So, Great. And share it. And if you want to um, reach us, you can do so at Ascension Roundtable at ascensionpresents.com. Um, look us up on iTunes. Please leave us a review um, and a comment there and a thumbs up as well. That'd be great. And uh, we're praying for you guys. So keep doing what you're doing. Even if you don't see the fruit, um, you're doing good work. And the Lord is working through you in spite of you. So keep doing what you're doing. And we'll see you next time. Peace. It's Marisa. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope you liked it. I will have another shameless request for you on behalf of myself and the Ascension Roundtable hosts. We recently created a survey to help us get to know you guys. Um, to be honest, we know that there are about a thousand of you who tune in week to week or a few times every month, but we don't really know much about where you're coming from, what kind of challenges you face. We've had some emails that have been helpful, but we want to hear more. So, we are hoping that we can ask you to take our survey at ascensionpresents.com slash AR. In the middle of the page, if you scroll down, it says in big, bold letters, take our survey. So if you could take that survey, it's just 10 questions. They're pretty fast. Um, we're asking about things like preferred episode length and guests that you would like to hear us have on the show. Um, so yeah, if you could take that survey, that would be awesome. And it would really help us tailor our show to meet your needs. So thank you and have an awesome day. God bless.